Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in a cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the Wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every NARS? Every scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special show. A good friend of ours, fellow fellow podcaster, Kyle Collins. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing very, very well, fellas. I'm ready to get my head blown up talking about uh, one of my favorite movies. Thank you guys so much for having me back. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. No. And how have you been since we last talked to you? What have you been up to? How's how's the uh, Experience Grind podcast going? Uh, it's going very well. We actually just had a big milestone. We just released episode 300 last week. Whoa, so Wow, 300. That's a lot. Pretty huge. Yeah. I, when you lay it out like that, it's wild how long you've been doing a thing. Uh, longer than any band I've been in. Longer than almost every other relationship I've ever been in, except for, you know, my current ones. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's going okay. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, that's cause for celebration. That's awesome. Yeah. What was the movie that we last had you on with? Uh, it was uh, Dead Alive. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Jackson yeah, Zombie Fantasticness. We recently talked about that on here. We, like, yeah. Yeah. We I feel, I feel like it comes we up. a couple times. Actually. Yeah, I feel like it comes I mean, up a lot. <laughs> yeah. But. Not only him, there's uh, every Peter Jackson is great, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's so crazy. Like I had not seen that movie before we did that episode, and it's so it's so good. It's so great. Yeah, I guess I think it's it still has the title for most blood ever used in a movie. <laughs> I, I think production. so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, an insane amount. And I don't know. Yeah. And you know, it might be right at that sweet spot where I don't know if that'll ever be topped because they'd probably just go. A lot of it would be CGI nowadays, right? At this point, yeah, yeah. So it, they should CGI that Titanic movie with like red water. <laughs> And steal it, <laughs> and the they is claim it was real. Be like, no, 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 we made a whole ocean of real blood. <laughs> Dude, that's an insane idea for a movie. Ocean of blood, <laughs> but it's all blood. Pretty sure there's like three metal albums just called Ocean of Blood. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> Blood Titanic. <laughs> That's, yeah. but it's, it's the, yeah, I want to see a remake of that movie. It's just the same movie, except, <laughs> except the ocean is just full of blood. They, Why uh, is that so funny? I don't know. 
they drop the dude on the propeller. It's just like a giant balloon filled with 40 <laughs> gallons of blood. And, you know, I mean, it's the inverse. Whenever he explodes on the propeller, it becomes water. Water, water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I, what? You can do Schindler's List and like the whole movie's black and white until that dude hits the propeller. And then and the, yeah. <laughs> that's when all the red comes in and we're like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is art. <coughs> Oscar worthy. <laughs> Yeah, that's an Oscar right there. Yeah, that's an Oscar. <coughs> oh shit! You guys, well, all sound like you got the the Indiana crud. You know, I had I was I had like a uh, I lost my voice last week. Actually, I went to a an improv festival at OSU, not last weekend but the previous weekend, and then so. I think I was a little down from that. And then like Tuesday, there was a bunch of stuff at my company. Like they let a bunch of people go and Oof. which was fine. Like I'm fine. Uh, but, yeah. but I feel like I was on the phone, like for just two days straight, everybody like, what's going on? What's good? What's happening? You know? And then by the end of it, I was like, Oh, my voice is gone. I have no voice. <laughs> every time my buddy has a problem with it. And every time that hits him, uh, we've come to call that voice, his sharecropper Joe voice. Like, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you got it down in the throat, and it just sounds not good. And I'm like, huh? Oh, Joe's coming out to visit. <laughs> there he is. Or what about you, Brent? What have you been up to since the last talk to you? Not a whole lot. Just sort of just been working. Do you, you think it's weird whenever they have those commercials on TV of like previous smokers, and they're like talking in the with the with the throat, the trachea box thing? <laughs> That's kind of weird, right? I yeah. Think, it, it, yeah, I think it's scare, scare tactic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like real scare. Like it scares me. Like I don't like. I like turn the channel. <laughs> See, it, it just makes I, me think of lose their viewer. It makes <laughs> me think of Ned from South Park, and it, it's a similar reaction. But I'm not threatened. I'm just <laughs> laughing inappropriately. You're right. When it's a real person, though, it's like, yeah. <laughs> what's what's your problem? <laughs> well, I remember there used there was this guy, and this was before like. You know, I was I was young. I was naive. I didn't really even know that that was a thing. Like I was unaware that there were people who had the what they called the stoma or whatever. And they got. And so there was this and I was managing the pizza in Bloomington at the time. And there was this customer who would come in. And the first time I saw him, he came in to like pick up his pizza and he like puts his hand over this hole in his throat and was like, yeah, I'm here to order. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? (laughs) Like, What is going on? Why is there a hole in your fucking throat, man? When he says the Pledge of Allegiance, does he have to use the other hand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. One, one, one hand over the heart, one hand over the stoma. Oh, <laughs> it was man. really weird. But that was my first experience. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, and then, and then, you know, I think yeah. somebody was like, oh, no, that's a, that's a thing that happens sometimes, you know? Yeah. Well, how does it work? Is it like, it, it registers like the way your vocal cords are like, are flapping around in there. The That's... buzzer one, does, I, yeah, it's like vibrating the vocal cords in your neck, and then like the other one where like you just have the hole in your throat. I think you just need to like create a vacuum to make your vocal cords work. Yeah, and that's what, like without it, they sound raspy because like I think your throat has to work in a vacuum. Yeah, that makes sense. Where you have all that. I don't know. I could be making yeah. all this bullshit up too. Who knows? Sounds good. Sounds good to me. I'm, I, I... <laughs> I'm Dr. gonna. Collins, I'm, sounds great. I'm gonna pass that off as fact. 
<laughs> That's all you got to do on the internet nowadays, boys. Yeah. Send me money. Next time I have this conversation, I'm like, no, no, no. I read something a doctor wrote or something. You got to like create a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> or you or you get an ocean of blood. <laughs> oh, no. That's where it comes from. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Kyle, do you want to tell us uh, the name of the movie and, and the, that we're talking about tonight and kind of what made you choose this movie and, and your general thoughts about it? Absolutely. I mean, I could wax poetic about the witch or the vitch uh, <laughs> for a long time, man. Uh, I I remember the previews for it looked very interesting, and I remember the way they talked in the trailers. I was like, oh, that's cool. I like a, I like a period piece, and especially one where they, like, really commit. Yeah. Um. So I remember being very hype, and I went, I think, like, opening weekend, and I was so, like, in love. I remember I called Ryan, my my old old co-host, and I told him, I was like, yeah, uh, after work tomorrow, we're going to the movies, and I'm making you watch this with me. I'm going again. <laughs> I loved it so fucking much. And uh, that also started my love affair with uh, Robert Eggers, and I love everything that he's done since, The Lighthouse, The Northman. Mm-hmm. Um, I've checked out some of his earlier stuff, but man, the Vich dude, just something about it grabbed me yeah. real hard. Uh, I think again, the, the period piece of it, the bleakness of it, uh, I knew I was in for a hell of a ride when there's a baby mashed to pulp in the first five minutes. I yep. was like, all right, we got a fucking movie here, fellas. <laughs> yeah. So, buckle uh, up. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then not only that, there's a naked old lady rubbing that smashed baby all over herself. So yeah, I was like, all right, so we're really going into like actual hardcore uh, yeah. witchcraft and shit. Like, okay. <laughs> so, but then I love too, it's still presented so often. Like, is it a family going insane or is it really witchcraft? Like how much of this is a crazy isolated family full of religious self doubt and self hate, just hating themselves out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And how much of this, and man, I don't. It, it's such a wild ride from start to finish. You do have to be committed to the bit, though, which is a little bit. That's the only hard part about this movie. You gotta like get people to buy in, and similar with like people that just shut off instantly for subtitles. Like, yeah, people will shut down instantly for this flick. Yeah, which is which is because you man, there's so much you you mentioned I want to talk about, but the that scene with the the baby, and that really is kind of as far as like shocking difficult to watch that's really the worst part that's it's kind of like here it is and then there's nothing that's quite that level the rest of the movie but my oldest child started watching this with me and once the the old witch was like slathering baby my daughter was like nope i'm good i'm out she (laughs) she left she was like that's uh, that's enough for me (laughs) so i think like the smothering and the goo is like to help them fly I, think I didn't I, see that. I feel like I saw that in a, a video or something I watched about this. Maybe, that's because, what, maybe it was a video I saw. Yeah. Well, cause, I would and, also have to imagine just like a long good life spell would have to do something with smashed babies. Right. Baby yes. blood. Right. Yeah. Take getting the youth from the. But, but to your <laughs> point, Kyle, about the, the language in this, like apparently Robert Eggers was really uh, committed to making sure everything looked period. The 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 environment the housing the the utensils and everything and even down i guess a lot of the language and a lot of the stuff they were saying was taken out of like journals and shit that was written at the time you know like yeah i've always wondered like do they actually speak that way i i have to imagine like puritans for sure like would on us they had to have put rules on how they talk to right yeah. right 
I, oh, I would think so. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, they're the fucking Puritans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, you know, and it sounds so funny to our ear, but like trying to imagine the evolution of language, like from that to where we, like to the way we right. speak now, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay. You know, if I, I could see how like, maybe that was a real way people spoke and how that would eventually evolve into, you know, shit I'm saying right now. <laughs> I always equate it, I don't know if you guys have ever read any of the Dark Tower series, but I'm sure it's common in all other fantasy, too, is that they talk about the high speech. Mm-hmm. And I would equate this to, like, the high speech. This is what the 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 educated, the esteemed, the royalty would speak amongst, not amongst the commoner folk, but, right. you know, we all talk like idiots. So <laughs> I, yeah. that's, that's kind of the way I've always seen it. But I do feel people really talk like that. I feel they did at this period of time, especially... People super obsessed with the Bible would want to, because I mean that's also the way it was, uh, not decoded. What am I trying to say? Translated. Translated. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. And yeah, and no, huge, huge Dark Tower fan. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that. But yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, Puritans, man, they're weird, and uh, so much of this movie is just like weirdo Puritanness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I love like the different levels this works on. You know, like, like it could just be very straightforward, like. Uh, you know they're being beset by by a witch, or or as it happens by by the devil in Black Philip. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Black Philip. Black Philip. <laughs> yeah, I have a T-shirt for Black Philip. Oh, do you with the goat on it, or mm-hmm. nice. and it says, uh, "Wouldst thou like to live deliciously?" Maybe my favorite quote from all film. Maybe it's pretty good. It's a pretty good I line. Relate to a hardcore too, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> who doesn't want to live deliciously, man? Right. How do you say no to that, you know? <laughs> Life is full of deliciousness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's like the like, uh, like the Ghostbusters advice like Ray, if someone asks you if you would like to live deliciously, you say yes. <laughs> you do say yes. <laughs> Even if uh I don't know, the devil's pretty sharp dressed too. I sent you that pic. I literally stumbled upon that pic today. Oh, really? Um, uh, I guess it, I'd never seen the full Black Philip getup and uh for some, I'm on the A24 subreddit, so somebody oh, okay. shared it on there, and I was like, oh, well, this is relevant for discussion. Yeah, here, I'll hold it up so Brent can see it. So this is the guy, I think the only time we see him is when he's behind Anya oh. Taylor-Joy at the end, right? And he's, like, helping mm-hmm. her sign the book. And you kind of yeah. see the boots, and you kind of see his gloves, and, like, a bit. I knew he had the beard. But... Yeah. But so apparently this is what the dude looks like. I'll post a picture when we post this episode, but... But no, that's Anya Taylor Joy too. Uh, also crushing it in this movie. This was my first real exposure to her. Yeah, yeah. I think this was. I didn't realize it was her. I, I, I watched this movie a while, like quite a few years ago. No, that's a, that's an exaggeration. Two years ago, but like I've, I've since since seen like the Queen's Gambit and the Menu. Mm-hmm. It was surprising this year, like that young of a kid. Yeah. Which yeah we Thomas talked. We talked about the menu recently, but she, ha- and she looks really young here, but she had, she was like, what, 18 or 19, I think at this point. I imagine, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. And then, and then the parents, I didn't realize this until I was, I was looking it up afterwards, both uh, Ralph Ensign, Innocent and Kate Dickey, who played the parents, they, they weren't a lot of, like, they both, they were both in, they're like, I don't know. They're one of those, they're those actors that are just like in everything but you don't really mm-hmm. notice them. But so they were both in Game of Thrones. They were both in That's what, yeah. Star, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, um, and then they were both in The Green Knight, which I knew she looked like mm-hmm. she was the queen. Oh. 
and the father played the Green Knight in the Green Knight. I love Ralph Innocent's voice too, man. Yeah, but I rem- that's what I remember her and him both from Game of Thrones. As soon as I saw, it took a second for him because he's all in like the the Pilgrim getup, but but when he started talking, I was like, oh, that's that dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which a lot of the like yeah, I said, kicked out for they're they're getting like excommunicated at the beginning. Yeah. And was it for like vanity or something like that, or I think I think it I, was, yeah. I, I think it was his pride in thinking that he knows better than the established church. That was it. Which, yeah. which my my initial interpretation of that is to see him as as righteous and standing up against the immorality of a of a what am I trying to say of a corrupt of a, of a structure, right. Of established mm-hmm. of an establishment yeah. that is corrupt. And he's sticking up for his morals and saying, no, I won't, I'm not going to live by this corrupt church. I'm going to go do my own thing. But then, you know, the more I thought about it and as the movie obviously goes on every, everything that happens to him and by extension, his family is because of his pride. So you, it kind of flips what you would, or what I initially thought was like him doing a, quote unquote good thing of standing up to the corruption of this corrupt establishment to no, he's just a prideful motherfucker and they're throwing him out because he's a fucking prideful bastard, you know? <laughs> I took it as like a uh similar, like they kicked him out. He was like again, I I, I will make this joke forever because the Puritans were fucking crazy. But <laughs> yeah. he was like that next level of crazy to where even they were like, dude, no. Like, yeah. You gotta get the fuck out of here you're too crazy with this shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. like, it, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Like, dude, you're making too much noise. You're, <laughs> you're, you're messing with our status quo. And it, it could have been again, a noble thing, but I didn't see it as that. I definitely saw him. Like you said, as just a prideful, crazy dude that, uh, he's like your dad, man. You know, your dad is never wrong. Yeah. So he thinks <laughs> at least that's the way my dad operates, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. uh, and that's. I think it'd be cool to like have lived in that time and just know how to build a farm. <laughs> he just like built a farm. Like he's really good at. He's like I can chop the wood. Right. He's always chopping the wood, and he builds like a house and like a barn and, and all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, you and see the- it on YouTube sometimes, and it's just like people pull up in like their giant truck, and they have all. This and they still. It takes them forever. <laughs> yeah. 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 To just like yeah, have that's it. right. But but I do like I like how he he does know how to do all this stuff, but again, it's like his, it's all failing though too, right? Like the crops are all blighted. He can't hunt. Like he doesn't, he can't catch anything or kill anything like so. And, and, and I didn't recognize this, but it was pointed out in a video I watched after watching the movie that the only thing he really accomplishes in this movie and why he keeps going back to chopping the wood is it's the one expression of his like manly, masculinity that he actually accomplishes it's the only thing he can really do that actually works and then uh so and so that by extension is kind of an expression of his pride right in his in his masculinity and at the end when he dies when he gets gored by black philip and he's thrown into the wood pile what's what happens he's literally buried by the fruits of his own masculine pride as the wood as the wood covers him right like it's, God damn, the devil's so good at what he does, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just set it up perfectly. <laughs> that would have been so bad. The horn probably went into his stomach and like oh, behind his ribcage and shit. Oh yeah, he got gored good. It's like that's one of the ones. 
as a dude with uh, kind of severe ADHD, like I'm, my mind is prone to wander. And one of the things I constantly come back to is like how absolutely ass it would have been to be like a medieval peasant or like an actual like pioneer dude. Holy fuck. Yeah. Like every moment of your existence is close to like just trying to survive that yeah. day. There's right. no planning, no forethought. You you don't have multiple kids because you like them. You, you expect half of them to die. Right. Like, yeah. What a bleak existence. And what? this movie really uh, captures a lot of that with the uh, cinematography. It's just so overbearingly gray and yeah. dead all the time. Mm-hmm. When it, and he even says at one point, he's talking to his wife, Catherine, you know, after their baby, after Sam is uh, taken and minced and spread over a naked witch. Uh, you know, he's like, look, we've had it good. Like, none of our kids have even died yet. Who who could ask to have it so good that none of <laughs> your kids? Ask? Yeah, who could ask to even have uh, it that good? <laughs> yeah, and that's why God got him. He was being boastful there. Yeah, too proud. Too proud. Mm-hmm. Too proud. <laughs> They could have taken the twins earlier, though, man. They are perfectly annoying in this flick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and from the first second we see them, I even wrote down, like, what a couple of little fucking heathens these kids are. Mm -hmm. They're, like, dancing around, like, singing to Black Phillip. And then it comes out that, depending on which interpretation of the movie you want to take, uh, that they're they're actually, like, talking to Black Phillip. Like, they're... I don't know. They could not be more upfront about the fact that they're talking to the devil. They're singing songs like <laughs> the goat is our friend. He's the evil devil. We talked to him and, the, and everybody's like, oh, twins, quiet down. Yeah. You know, my daughter does the same thing with our dog. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so many goddamn Luna songs. Oh, like, yeah, so yeah, many. yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Looney, booney, tooney, like, like, she goes on and on, makes up the song. Like, in fact, we like she had me doing it. So like there's this song that's like um it's there was lightning and then there's thunder thunder you know that song yeah that, that poppy song and so like I made one that was like you take a Luna and a tuna and you make them race on a Roomba, Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> but like we praise the dog like all the time with these songs I don't know if you have a dog and you don't have dumb songs for it who are you yeah what are you doing you're not a real person. Yeah. <laughs> then your daughter's like, you take Luna, you get a spoona, you dig the heart out of your father's chest cavity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you sacrificed a Baphomet. Yeah. Then you make a Met. And then I, I look closer at my dog and it has a square pupil. <laughs> <laughs> that, that weird goat rectangle. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, goat eyes are fucking weird. Toad eye. They're super weird, man. Goat eyes, horse eyes. Yeah. Because they're like horizon based. So they're like, yeah, it's weird. Man. Well, and that's, and I think, I think we've talked about this on the show before for some reason, but I even, I saw somewhere that like, as they tilt their head down, goats and horses, animals with eyes like that, like the, the rectangle shape stays horizontal. Like it stays with yeah. the horizon. So it'll like swivel oh. in their head as their head goes up and down. Fucking weird. <laughs> I I totally see why like people just sitting around were like, man, goats, pretty evil, right? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some devil in there, right? You ever looked at their eyes, bro? <laughs> They're horizon based. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wrote that down. I'm gonna look that up later. Horizon based eyes. It sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> A lot of animals navigate the horizon. That's why uh, moths and shit get fucked up by uh, lights because. 
they, they navigate via the sun setting and the horizon, and they're just all whacked out by our super bright fake light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking moths yeah, you'd all You'd say, up. like, the devil draws them in like moths to a flame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for, to reiterate what we were getting at, uh, Pioneer Life sucks, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't look too pleasant. Imagine, imagine like, knowing that your crops are failing. And that winter is looming, you know, like there must have been so many like pioneers that just like knew it was going to be the end, like in a month. Yeah. That would just be like a weird, that'd be a weird month. It'd be a weird. <laughs> like, yeah. like, at the end of it, you were just going to die. Like surely that happened, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. You're just like cut off from it, from everywhere. Your crops, everything's failing. You're just going to, you're eventually just going to die. Yeah. You almost shoot yourself in the face. Trying to hunt a rabbit that's like in front of you just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, like literally everything that guy did failed. Like nothing he tried to do worked. Yeah. But like, is it his fault or is it the evil woman? (laughs) Right? Come on, guys. You know what? That's that is that is a a convincing (laughs) argument. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Like that that she kills off the, the men. Yeah. First, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. All of the the paternal patriarchal character. You know, Sam was taken, and then Caleb, and then yeah. One and and again, I like there are multiple interpretations you could take. You know, one being that you know Black Philip, just the straight up that Black Philip is the devil and was talking to the twins, and that that's what happened, or that you know maybe it was uh, what's her name, Thomason. Thomason. You know, Thomason all along, or even. To what we were saying earlier about maybe nothing supernatural happened because a lot of the supernatural stuff you see, like the baby goo being slathered on the witch, or uh, even at the very end when she goes to the witch's coven, that comes after the movie's kind of closed. Like there's a there's a substantial blackout, and then you get that coven scene after Thomason wakes back up. Um, but again, another another video I saw suggested that a clue is in the title that it's called a New England folk tale, right? And and it posited that maybe this story is even like imagine being from that village and you kick this guy out. You're like, you know, William, you're too proud. You're being excommunicated from our village. And then they go and then, you know, they they disappear, whatever. And then winter comes and goes. And then the next spring, you like you stumble upon this farm and the mother has been like stabbed to death. The father's bones are like under a pile of wood. Like one kid is buried, the other kids are all missing, and they're like, "What the fuck happened there?" So they start to come up with a story for what could have happened, and so it was an interesting uh, thought that perhaps this movie is the stories that the pioneers would tell them stuff themselves wrapped up in superstition and uh, you know moral lessons that very closely mirror the Adam and Eve story and. You know, don't question authority, don't be prideful, all that stuff. So you wrap it up in a story like that. And it even went so far as to say that this movie happens in about like 1630, in the 1630s somewhere. 1630, yep. So this is a story that they would have told their children, you know, uh, oh, this is, you know, this happened to this family because they were prideful and lustful and whatever. And then those kids grow up and about 60 years later, you've got the Salem witch trials to what, you know, where those kids who heard this story as children, they're like, those women be witches. <laughs> and it, it's all 
completely plausible. I mean, even today, you see how quickly lies and bullshit spread, and then people just internalize it and take it as gospel. We all, you know, have dealt with people like that. And imagine how much worse it was in the ignorance of 1630 when, like, (laughs) the only book everybody follows is the Bible. And, again, people are still interpreting it incorrectly back then. And then, like, oh, yeah, this chick, it's obviously demons. She killed her whole family. Look, they died in the winter. How did she live on? She's a witch. Duh. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, it just takes one convincing fucking idiot arguing against you and you've lost everything you're, you're dead yeah. you're just some fucking teenage girl well and it's it's a lot more comforting you know hearing a story like that like oh they were brought and pe- and again people do this like when whenever someone dies of covid or whatever it's like oh well what underlying health problems did they were they overweight what were what did they do wrong what did they do wrong that i can do right That'll cause me, you know, because people want to feel like they have some control. People don't like to think about, hey, sometimes bad shit just happens, right? Sometimes you just die, you know? So I can can see people hearing this like, do we want to believe that, oh, this family just ran out of food. They went crazy because they were starving or because the fungus was growing on the corn or, you know, all of these things that could easily happen to me. Or... It's it, it feels a lot better to believe that maybe they were bad, maybe they deserved it, maybe it was the devil, you know? Mm-hmm. Twas a witch. <laughs> Twas a witch. Do you think the Salem witch, witch people, like the um, the people that burned the witches, do you think that like 15, 20 years, if they lived that long afterward, do you think they were like, man, that was fucked up? Like, why did we do that? <laughs> I mean, you want to believe that, but uh, the fucking chick that blamed all her shit on Emma Till is still alive today. She lives in fucking Alabama. Right. She doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, that's true. I I think, especially wrapped up in your own religion, you'll excuse anything, any horrible thing you did. Yeah. I I think most people didn't give it a second thought, man. They died thinking that there were witches in the world. Yeah, man. That's crazy. (laughs) What, what, What a scary existence, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it would fucking suck. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's another thing. The only thing I have to worry about are fucking people on TV with the goddamn throat box. <laughs> <laughs> and how their vocal cords work. <laughs> no, but that's, that's another thing this movie does really well is just like, just the dread and that, like, living this existence of, of thinking that everything you do is evil everyone around you is inherently evil and inherently bad and yeah just how quick they are to like blame each other and to buy into the fact that they're they're a witch or that they're they've been bedeviled or they've made a pact with the devil and and not only their view of other people but just their view of their themselves as well just how oppressive it is you know it's it's, uh, i couldn't even imagine and just all that fucking wool clothing yeah For one thing, yeah. Get out of here with that. Yeah, and they've, um, got, they've got one nice silver cup. <laughs> that's the, oh, that's that he sold it? The one nice yeah. thing they have, yeah. I sold all that silver cup. <laughs> yeah. I had to, Caleb. <laughs> I, 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 I shit on him, but for real, like, I do think it's a rarity, man, but literally all kid actors in this flick are really good. The yeah. twins, yeah. Caleb is crushing it. Yeah. That little kid can act, man. And yeah. I, you got to give props to Robert Eggers, too, man. Not everybody can get shit out of kids, uh, directing-wise. And yeah. All these kids, like, 
kids can ruin a movie, man, easily. Yeah. Yeah. At no point do they take you out of it. Do they? Yeah. Perfectly done. I loved every bit of this movie, man. Yeah. Well, and what, like, and for a directorial debut, like, how nuts is that, you know? For his first movie. And I saw. This was one of the. Yeah. This is what turned me on to A24 in general, too. I remember, like, oh, this oh, really? is this really what we're putting out this level? And so I started checking out all their <laughs> other stuff. And oh, uh, Ari Aster, Robert Eggers can do no wrong. Yeah. I think it was. You is, know, is Hereditary an A24 movie mm-hmm. as well? Sure is. Because I watched, uh, I watched a video earlier today, and then I watched Hereditary again today based on the recommendation because it was a very similar kind of story. It looks, they look similar. There's like an outside force affecting a family. You almost yeah. think it's the same director. They have very similar styles and tones too, but. I thought it was. It's still, it, it is the scariest movie I've ever seen. It is, dude, it was up there. It Hereditary. Up for a while. Yeah, Hereditary. Yeah. It, it, it stayed with me for a bit. Been, dude, uh, Tony Collette crying. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, that. Yeah. Tony, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's hard to watch. Yeah. Well, she's she's so great in anything, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I remember, you know, I remember discovering A twenty four. I I I remember what it was because I, I there was one week I watched three movies, right? And one was Inside Llewellyn Davis, mm-hmm. the Coen Brothers movie. Uh, another one was A Most Violent Year, which was A twenty four. And the other one was Ex Machina, which was also A24. So I was like, yep. so on one hand, I was like, oh, A24, what, you know, what's going on here? And then also all three of those movies, unbeknownst to me, all happened to star Oscar Isaac as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> I watched all three. Yeah, I watched all three of those movies and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Right? yeah. And, and then and then soon after it was like, oh, he's actually cast in everything now. So. Which is fine with me. Him yeah. and Pedro Pascal. Let's, let's do it, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> put, them, put them both in the movie already. Uh, this is something I just learned looking up stuff for this, but I did not know that the witch in the witch is named Bathsheba. I t- and I just think that's a fantastic fact. <laughs> it is. That's wonderful. <laughs> when, and I don't, you know, and because it's just the family for all the, like, most of the movie... At the at the very end, there's you know I was watching the credits and there are like three screens of credits for the cast and I was like who like who even were all these people? you know and it's just all the people from the very beginning of the movie but mm-hmm. yeah you know you forget that there are more than like six people in this movie by the end of it <laughs> you know it's, yeah, it's Isaac's guys in there Pedro Pascal <laughs> <he's laughs> got the fucking hat on right <laughs> yeah Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> He, reprising his role from Titanic. That's right. <laughs> Wait, who reprised the role? Wait, who? who <laughs> I don't know. Say? Nobody. I said Leonardo the DiCaprio. The Italian boy? <laughs> We're going to America! Fabrizio? Fabrizio. Yeah. <laughs> On a sea of blood! <laughs> Multipete! It's a blood ocean! Ah. It reminds me of Mama's marinara! <laughs> 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 he's real happy about the sea of blood uh, yeah. uh, and he goes to the, I, just like, I like the fact that it made it a little Italian man think of his mom's Italian marinara <laughs> uh, an entire ocean of blood which is like if you see that, uh, that's like end of the world shit that's like one of the seven seals is broken he's like ah it's like my mom's marinara sauce it's like comforting he's his, he sticks his feet in the water he's like it's like a little breadsticks <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Like, 
Mauricio, pull your little breadsticks out of the blood ocean. <laughs> Where would you even sit on the Titanic to do that? I don't know. There's but it no, needs to happen. There's nowhere. Nowhere. Maybe he's on that little, like, two-by-four that, like, they would haul you down so you could scrub the, the barnacles oh, off or yeah. something. Yeah, that's what it would have to be, yeah. <laughs> and then Spoiler. and then he gets to Dude. the new world and he's milking a goat and it's just blood coming out. He's like, "Hey!" <laughs> what there was there? No, there was a blood milking scene in this, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. there was. Yeah, yeah, fucking a. Even that's even that's what's fucked up about their farm, you know? Yeah, crops. Even the animals are all getting sick. Yeah, it's definitely a curse on that land. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't think yeah. it's because of the hot chick in the woods, though. <laughs> You know, Caleb, Caleb had about like five seconds where he was like living his best life. And then, and then reality came crashing in hard. You know? do, you, do you think that he just died from guilt? Like <laughs> that could be, you know, and if, self-imposed guilt. and if you take an interpretation of the movie that there is no, nothing supernatural, it's all just like trying to explain, you know, maybe he just like went off in the woods, like beat off and then. And then just was so racked with guilt, he came back like, ah, ah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. He's like, forgive me, Lord. I must die now. Yeah. Yeah, like, what, where, what was, what was like, the, they were going to sell her off, right? The, um, what's yeah. Her name? What, what, what's your name again? It's a, Tom, I, I Thomason. Thomason. Thank you, Thomason. They were going to sell her, which I guess is pretty common. But like, what about the boy? Like, what was he, like, Yeah. was he ever like going to go to school, like, and meet other people? other people Thomas or back Caleb was going like to grow old with no partner or whatever he was going to work that farm and inherit it when his dad died at 45 yeah right. see and that's and I think yeah and at some point like he would also they would take someone else's daughter maybe when it was ta- oh, okay. when it was time for Caleb to become a man like so he could stop checking out his sister's rack yeah it <laughs> was weird yeah How, dude pilgrim life sucked bro yeah yeah. Imagine how much that sucked, and then imagine there were dudes that lived on ships for months at a time, too. Right. I can't sure. get over it, man. I can't. But, like, uh, yeah. poor Thomason, man. She did... They also, like, they imply that she's difficult a lot. Like, she doesn't listen to the mom. They don't. They just don't like her, essentially. You know, yeah. she's... And she is the, the woman, which she can't do the back-breaking labor of Caleb, or at least they won't let her. Right. So, you know, they're, they're, they're fine to get rid of her. She's also filling the boy's head with impure thoughts. I think that's alluded to as well from the yeah. parents. They kind of know. The mom The mom says that, yeah. At, yeah. Yeah, toward the end. Yeah. When I she, think, she sees Caleb's sneaking glances at her. Yeah. When I think it's, and it's so easy for the mom to blame her, especially after Sam disappears. And she was the last one with Sam. She was the last yep. one with Caleb. And then also, again, this is the dad's like prideful keeping secrets from his wife. She also blames the girl for like losing the silver cup, which wasn't even her fault. And, and, you know, like blames the girl for these other things because the, of the father's like omission of the truth, you know? So, which, and it's, I, I don't know. It's it, like, it was, it was kind of sweet in the moment, I guess, as sweet as anything could be in this movie. It's immediately reversed, but there's that moment when the mother almost forgives her, right? When the dad like confesses. And, oh yeah, and, and she doesn't believe her. Yeah, but but so the, you know, she like gives Thomas a kiss on the head, 
And then Thomason is like, have the goats been put up? And for the first time, the mom is like, no, 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 just leave it for tomorrow. You're fine. You know? And then Thomason is like, no, 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 I want to make you happy. I'll go put the goats up. And she's like, be quick or be careful. It's like the only time in the whole movie, the mom is sweet to the girl. And then like, and then that, that goes away pretty quickly. <laughs> you know, that disappears pretty quickly. But, you know. I also picked up on like jealousy too of like the mother's fleeting youth, the the pretty young daughter that, you know, I can't, I, I don't know how people were back then. Is she jealous that the son was looking at the daughter instead of her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who right? knows how incestuous it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all do like, they're in the one room together. It's implied that like the parents bang in that bed where the kids are all sleeping right there too. Like, right. It, either that or they're going out next to Black Phillip. Like, there's, I think those are the two options. No wonder Black Phillip's killing them all, man. He's sick of, <laughs> sick of it. He's like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> look, at, look at this boy trying to milk me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they, they named me like a porn star name. Black Phillip. <laughs> Black Phillip. Black Phillip. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. He's self-aware that they call him Black Phillip. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this is kind of racist, guys. Come on, like. <laughs> it is. He's like, you can, you can just call me Philip, all right? Yeah, like, just call me Philip, guys. He's like, it's not like you have another goat here named Philip. I'm the only Philip the goat. Like nobody's yeah, gonna get White Greg over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just, man. you just call him Greg. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's really why he's so pissed man. he's like yeah I'll call you White William how about that you fuck <laughs> yeah. can, we, can we just learn some consent for once come on right yeah I don't consent to viewing you with my horizontal eyes like what's you know <laughs> I can yeah. see I can see all of it the whole thing you know yeah. my butt <laughs> works as a vacuum alright <laughs> don't you worry <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it would suck to get railed by Black Phillips. Man, his horns were so fucking massive. Yeah, yeah, he was like what? Yeah. Two foot, two foot horns look yeah. like easily. Yeah, and that went right up under the rib cage, man. Like that yeah. dude was done. Yeah, it was over. Sixteen thirty eight was like a problem on set. I think, right? I would imagine so. He's an yeah. asshole. Look at who the yeah. goat. The goat. Okay. Was a problem. I think the goat yeah. for real was like ramming people like when it wasn't supposed to. There's supposed to be there's supposed to be more scenes with Black Phillip, but he he was just like uncontrollable. <laughs> there's a scene where he like bumps into the dad, I think, and it was like not scripted, and they kept. Oh, it. really? That's great. Yeah, that's. I know nice. exactly. What, he's just walking with wood, I think, and Black Phillip just. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's even better. <laughs> the, yeah, the goat man. was just like a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's man. That that whole scene is crazy. That one sticks with me. What really sticks with me is uh, when the surrealism hits hard, and Thomason goes back in, and her mom's just laughing while the crow like pecks at her tit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. That was burned into my head. For that was what I was like. All right, Ryan has to come see this. We have to. (laughs) Yeah. That was real weird imagery. Yeah. Yeah, and then the dad wakes up, and the mom's just got, like, a little blood spot where her nipple is, you know? Yeah. Stops oh, yeah. Yeah, lots Was of it really shit. happening? Damn it, man. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah, yeah. 
But then, but then, I, like the dad is so he's like, oh, what's he say? He's like, I won't, I won't be made a fool by child's games or whatever. So he just like locks all the children up and he just like <laughs> boards them. He's like, I'm had enough of this shit. You're all going in the barn with Black Phillip. Like <laughs> he like builds an addition onto the house that afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they do just all get blocked up in there. Yeah, and then, uh, the little kids are cool because Black Phillip's their bro. And then, yeah, he's really there. he's there for Thomason the whole time. Yeah. It's been the long game. That's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you view it as a as a whole, like just to undo her and to turn her, because really, yeah, because that's interesting too, right? Because then, what does she even have at the end? What are her options? Like, how's she gonna say no to Black Philip and and living deliciously? You know, what's she gonna do? Try to walk back to town and probably be die, probably die on the way, or be burned as a witch? You know, like. She doesn't. Was it her? Was it her choice to be the witch, or was it all in the plan? Both. Like, like the, the yeah. hereditary kind of like cult thing. Like, was it always peel away the family? Now she can be the witch, or a witch. I think it was. I don't know because Black Philip goes there with them. Has Black Philip been the corrupting force the whole time? That's a good point. Where the fuck did Black Philip come from? Yeah. Like, yeah. did, did he come over from England? Did he just show up on the farm one? Day? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just like, hey, what up? I'm, I'm Black Phillip. I'm part of the family now. Like, because you I think mean, maybe he was bought with the money from that cup as like the bad deal. Man, I think they already had Black him. Phillip. I thought they already okay. had Black Phillip, but I don't know. But maybe. Okay. It is weird. Yeah, I would like to. I want to. I want to dig into where Black Phillip comes from now, too. Because again, just. I used to always think so far one way, but now talking more and looking at it, like the happenstance that they just so happened to place their camp right in the midst of a witch's coven. Right. And they also have the devil as a traveling companion already. Like, (laughs) or was Black Phillip just a goat and then the devil, he's always with goats, right? And he's just like, oh, hey, here's a goat with some. Stuff popping off. Let's go see what's happening here. Right. Black Phillip. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, yeah. And if, again, if you're taking a literal interpretation of this, like, so all the other witches in the wood, they must be other women who have wandered off from puritanical settlements and kind of had the same uh, yeah. experience, I guess, as as Thomason. Yeah. yeah, is that what drove them there too? Was it like an unnatural drawing urge? I don't know. It's it's cursed land. There's so much to think about. God damn, I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. And just the, the delivery, man. I remember yeah. Ryan worked at. He was a manager at a family video, and I would go visit him, and also he would give me free rentals. But this movie had come out, and there was a. Uh, a very redneck family asking, uh, they saw the witch and I was standing next to it and they asked my opinion of it. I, and the nicest way I was trying to say like, cause they were like, yeah, we don't like subtitles. And I was like, I mean, it's a great horror movie, but I don't think you guys would like it. They talk in old English the whole time. Right. It's not for like, What do you mean? I'm like, thou, thou, thee. And they're like, oh, that ain't bad. I'm like, I don't know. I don't think you'll like it. And they're like, no, nah, we're going to get it. And I remember he told me, he's like, oh, no, that family came back that night. They hated that movie. I was like, I tried to tell them, man. 
They should have listened. The same night. <laughs> yeah, they were so upset. Like they they wanted to turn it in and get something else. They I don't prob- think they got fifteen minutes in. I was gonna, they probably got to the baby goose scene and they were like, Oh hell no, no. <laughs> we're taking it back. It was so, yeah, they but yeah, he told me he's like, Oh yeah, that family came back that night. They absolutely did not finish the witch. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Wait, did they have kids? Did they have kids they were watching it with? How old were the kids? Not that I remember, no. Because no. it was like two two older folks and they were looking, they wanted a horror movie and I was like, well, I mean, this is a good one but I don't think you guys, and I forget, you know, there's always horror movies out. I was like, I think you guys might like this other one. They're like, no, we done seen that one. <laughs> so, again, I, I tried as nice as I could to be like, I don't think you guys will like it, but right. who listens to random people in the video stores? <laughs> Do we even have video stores anymore? No, no, they're not even a thing. I don't think there might be a few family videos holding off. There's still that one blockbuster. It tweets. Okay, <laughs> you know, I, oh, yeah. as I say this, I do think there's one within a few miles of me, between here and this other city called uh, Round Lake, Round Hill Lake, something like that. I think there is like a family, a random family video, but. I always like the local mom and pop stores way better than that corporate blockbuster yeah. family video junk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was there? What was the one in Bloomington? The one that was over the by the chocolate moose. Yeah. The alternative one was cool. I used to rent from was there all space, the time. It was, like a, was that it's Plan 9? Oh, there was. That was, was one. Yeah, yeah. That was one. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they would also host a movie night at the Bishop uh, every once in a while. And. I think me and Luke had him do a Kung Fu night once. It was cool. Oh, nice. And then there was also that place, the the Cinemat. Is that a different place or that was a place? Oh, yeah. Because I think we did improv. That was at Kirkwood, right? Yeah. Uh, well, just south. It was like right across the street from the John Waldron Arts Center. Yeah, that was the Bishop, too, because oh, yeah. they, were, they were both one thing for okay, a while. That... Cinemat was in the back of the Bishop, and then they moved that downtown i think and the bishop took over that spot but they still host movie nights there okay it was like a joint thing for a while until nice. i think yeah cinemat went out of style yeah well that was toward the end of my time in bloomington so it gets hard to keep everything straight <laughs> yeah but oh shit was there so much i mean so much you could talk about was there anything else specifically you guys wanted to talk about um as far as this movie goes we got baby paste. We got blood crotit. Blood crotit. Well, we didn't talk about him coughing up the apple, the whole apple that comes oh, yeah. out of his throat. Oh, yeah. Out of Caleb's throat when he's possessed or whatever. When he's sick. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Man, I can't. And they did. The, the sister was like, uh, I want an apple. She said that she wanted one early in the movie, yeah. too. Well, because he told the lie that they were, when their mother asked them where they were all day, he lied and said they were looking for an apple tree because he thought he saw a random apple tree. Like, she's the most gullible. Like, that's a terrible lie. But then, yeah, so then they're talking about that. And his sister's like, oh, man, I'd do anything for an apple. She's like, I'd sell my soul to the devil. And I, I don't think she says that, but. <laughs> Another one to, uh, you, you got to mention it. They they really nail the, the brutalness of this world because. The dog dies in this movie, fellas. Yeah, yeah, and, and not a good one. No, uh, no, you see intestines, and the, the dog lets out a, a noise, and I don't like it. No, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. When you get like killing an animal at all, 
you know you're in for a grim movie. But especially in the way this movie does it, with the visceral sound and image, and yeah. yeah. Poor boy, he was a good boy. <laughs> What's it, Fowler? Was that his name? I think so, yeah. Fowler. You foul beast! <laughs> Fowler. And then I, don't, I always write down names just in case they get referred to, but the horse's name was Bert. Somebody says it at oh, one point. Yeah. <laughs> Bert. Bert is the one that throws off Thomason. I'd like a horse named Bert too. Yeah, and not brown, not brown Bert, just Bert. (laughs) (laughs) You can see why Black Philip was so pissed. (laughs) I get it, man. I get it. I don't blame him at all. He's like, "Fuck these racists! I'm gonna gore him in the ribcage." (laughs) That's what they deserve. On our next episode, we're talking about the original 1960, The Little Shop of Horrors. So be sure to check that out. And as always, you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon, on Instagram at Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash horror movie pod. All right. Well, do y'all have a, a headcanon or uh, I can go first if you like. It's up to you. I'll have you go first. Yeah. Button mine up. Yeah, go ahead. Mine is just that I think at one point he says that he sells the silver cup to what's the guy's name? Old Slater? Yeah, I think he says he sells it to a guy named Old Slater. So I think Old Slater takes this cup, and as soon as he takes his cup, he's like traveling along, like trying to trade stuff. He keeps making bad trades and like losing stuff, and the shit that he's trading goes bad, and it's just like everything's going wrong and then so eventually like old slater's family starts starving and dying and uh and you know one night old slater's just sitting there around the fire by himself he's like going out of his mind crazy he hasn't eaten in days his family's all dead and he just hears a voice behind him that's like would you like to live deliciously and so in my head canon it's actually this it's the silver cup that is cursed and that's what that's how the curse is passed around <laughs> I like this headcanon. Yeah. Do you have to drink? If you drink from it, you get the curse? Is that... Yeah, let's let's say yes. I like that, yeah. 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 He chose poorly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's how it works. It's it's all the grail. Yeah. (laughs) That's why Black Phillip's involved. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. He's chasing the grail. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) It's all Tom Hanks movie. (laughs) Um, I thought that, okay, well, what caught my eye was when we were talking about where Black Phillip came from. Mm-hmm. And I think that he came from the Black Phillip farm, and they sell black goats to Puritans, right? And each one is a devil. Okay. And it's like to kind of create like a witch army. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a black goat devil farm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a bleak, bleak place. Yeah. It's sleeper agents. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like that too. And I like that they do it of their own volition. It's not they—they they need the goat. You gotta get a goat, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a goat for you. You mean like it's—it's it's like ran by goats? Like there's people in like <laughs> goats in Puritan costumes, like hiding their horns, putting a, their putting brain. their horns in the big hat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust yeah. this guy. He's got horizontal eyes, but he's got a good hat. <laughs> yeah. He sold me this goat called Red Jerry. 
<laughs> oh shit alright what about you Kyle what's your headcanon alright so mine uh, I think could also inspire a sequel oh nice but in my headcanon I like uh, that actually everything in this movie is uh, set in motion at the very beginning when they're leaving and they uh, they pass the two fine Native American gentlemen who yeah. just kind of give them a nod I, I feel this whole movie is a curse based on those Puritans because the Native Americans know what the Puritans really are and what hell they're really going to rot. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they get one up on them and they, they start making them think that witches exist. And it, it almost took us out. Probably should have yeah. back in the Salem witch days, but it didn't. Right. A little bit of psychological warfare. But I, I, I like to imagine it was a generational curse. Yeah. Yeah. I dig so. it. I like it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Was there anything else uh, y'all want to talk about or mention? Or um, if we want to wrap up here, Kyle, you want to plug your your podcast or anything else you may want to plug before we go here? I uh, know. Just uh, thank you, boys. We really need to discuss uh, how to get you boys on. We need to pick. Do you want to do specifically a horror flick? Uh, I, th- I think we're open to pretty much anything. But, okay, because I know you guys focus on the horrors and the, and the head cannons, but if you yeah. would like to expand the wheelhouse, I've got a couple ideas. Okay, yeah, I um, think yeah we we're uh, open to other things. I think Brent and I are are fans of all types of movies, and we had a uh, specifically we had a couple buddies who were doing a Saturday Night Live movie podcast where they reviewed all nice. all the Saturday Night Live yep. movies, and and so we did what we do, Brent. We did head can or we did a uh, cone heads. And, and night at the Roxbury. And then oh the night at the Roxbury, yeah. Yeah. There are some banger SNL flicks, man. Well, yeah. Cone Cone yep. is pretty solid. I still I it's, yeah. I I thought it still held up pretty well. Rose colored nostalgia glasses. I love Night at the Roxbury yeah. so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even care. But yeah, uh for real, I would love to have both you guys come on uh the Experience Grind podcast. Uh we, we do everything there as long as it's video games or movies, although primarily movies because movies are easy. They're, they're hour long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, we try to just talk about our experiences with flicks and, you know, sometimes you grind them out and I just like the name. I thought it was funny, but, uh, yeah, check us out. I, I appreciate the hell out of coming on your guys' show. I love it. Uh, this is number two for me. And I hope you guys have me back again. I like hanging out with you guys, and uh, I do want to get you on the show. Like I said, I got a couple ideas, but uh, if we expand beyond horror, I probably got a couple more. So okay, yeah, yeah, just let let us know. I'm down for sure. So yeah, all right, boys. Cool. All right, well, thank you again, Kyle, and thank you everyone at home for listening. This has been Head Cannon. Ah! Oh,